Hello and welcome to my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. This podcast is for anyone working in the caravan industry, whether you're from a manufacturer, supplier or dealer here in the UK or elsewhere. So listen every week to hear insights, interviews and marketing tips to help keep you and your business more informed and successful. I'm John Rawlings, a journalist and communications expert with a lifelong passion for caravanning and 20 plus years PR and events experience in the car and caravan industries. From starting in the editorial team at Practical Caravan Magazine to working in the press offices at Vauxhall, Volvo and Volkswagen and now in my own business specialising in the caravan industry. Hello and thank you for listening to this week's podcast. It's me on my own this week, I'm not interviewing anyone. I thought it was time that I had a quick catch up and a quick chat about the podcast and well, my life in general really I suppose. I have must apologise first of all for being a little bit behind schedule on the podcast production front. My schedule of getting one out every week has fallen back a little bit. I think it's just all the bank holidays and work commitments which have thrown me a little bit and just haven't had the time really. But I'm on the case and I have got two interviews in the bag ready to come in the next couple of weeks. The first one is an interview about hydrogen power. Now we all know that electric vehicles and electric motorhomes and electric tow cars is a big hot topic at the moment. But recently I saw a hydrogen powered camper van concept with zero emissions and a range of something like 500 kilometers. So I thought that sounded interesting and well worth investigating. And I've done the interview with the company behind that and had a really interesting chat about the future of hydrogen power as an alternative for longer range vehicles wanting a longer range and needing a bigger payload. Also interesting, it was also interesting to hear how hydrogen, the infrastructure of hydrogen fueling is considerably better outside of the UK. You may not be surprised to hear. So look, you've got that one to look forward to. And then the other interview I've got in the bag is with, well, I would call him an industry legend, it is none other than Peter Vaughan, the editor of What a Motorhome and Road Test editor of MMM Campervan magazine as well. So he's been in, in the industry for, well, apparently since he was a teenager, which is, to be fair, quite a while ago, and that being rude. So he's going to have a lot of experience to talk about and working for you know, one of the leading, well, some of the leading magazines in the sector. It will be interesting to get his insight into the caravan industry, or I suppose the motorhome industry, really. So that's really good. Last week, I was very sad to hear of the passing of an industry colleague and friend, Louise Wood, who worked at the NCC since 2003. She was their PR person for a long, long time, and then left and came back. And at the end of her career, she was the editor of the business magazine, which I've written articles for over the years. And also she was a Caravan Writers Guild member. So on all fronts, I was really sad to hear of her, of her past. She just sort of only just retired, really. I had the pleasure of going to her funeral. I went, well, on a personal level and also to represent the Caravan Writers Guild. And it was good to see some other familiar faces there. Well, obviously from the NCC and some media as well. She had specifically requested for people not to wear black, which has made it a really colourful event. In fact, she arrived in a horse-drawn carriage and the horses had these massive colourful plumes of feathers on their heads. So it really yeah, was in line with her wishes and it was a beautiful service as well. So very sorry to, 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 say, to say goodbye to Louise. She was quite a character by all accounts. 
moving on, I saw in the news today that the DVSA, the Driver Vehicle Standard or Dr Driver and Vehicle Standards Agency, has issued a survey to get people's thoughts on trailer training and towing safely, asking questions like why do you tow, what sort of trailers do you tow, what safety checks do you, you think are important, and whether you would take a trailer training. That's a bit of a mouthful. I thought that was quite an interesting, really, and I have written a blog about it on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes. But I'm just wondering what their motivation is behind that, really, and wondering whether the result, well, the results are going to show that people haven't had enough training and whether, or whether there's a motive behind it to maybe look at introducing training as, a, as an essential before you, well, not, oh, as, as, I suppose, compulsory or whatever. I don't know how they would, they would manage that. Because they, they weren't coping with the backlog of, of tests as it, for the, for the B, B plus license. So I don't know how, but I'm just wondering whether that would, if they introduced tra trailer towing training as a compulsory thing legally before you could go out and tow a vehicle, what impact would that have on the caravan industry? I was wondering. I mean, my initial impact is it's a barrier to entry. Anybody that wants to go and buy a caravan. And they realise they have to go and do a test first, particularly if it was expensive. The, you know, the B plus E license test was fifteen hundred pounds, which is quite quite a sizable amount for a lot of people. So, a barrier to entry is obviously not a good thing. But then I wondered, well, if it resulted in people being more confident towing, less accidents. Not that caravan accidents are a, are a massive problem. Could that actually? end up being benefiting the caravan industry because I always cringe when I hear on the radio or the traffic report about a caravan overturned on the motorway because to me that is such bad PR for caravanning and towing in general because that's what people see and that's what puts people off towing in the first place. I know a lot of people are put off by the prospect and seeing a caravan on its side is not good, not good at all. So if people had to do some training, would we see less of that? Because from what I've understood and read over the years, most of the time those accidents are caused by a user error, really, I think. Either old tyres that haven't been replaced and they've flown, or the van was overloaded or loaded badly, for example. And also, if I look on any Facebook or social media platforms, some of the questions, the basic questions that people ask on those forums and platforms and some of the answers are both quite scary sometimes. There is still a big role to be done in, in educating people. But whether, I mean, ideally, to get a driving licence in the first place, it, wouldn't it be great if people had to do a bit of, do have a towing experience to include in the standard, standard driving test? Can you imagine? Don't know how that would ever happen. But if it did, for example, let's just imagine that scenario. Maybe that would put people's worries to bed. They might sort of realise that they could tow. I mean, yeah, I suppose there's lots of pitfalls with that. A young driver learning to drive. I'm just thinking of the example being that I'm teaching my daughter to drive at the moment while supplementing her lessons that she's having. And at the moment, she's a long way off being ready to go out on her own, let alone go and towing a caravan. But, you know, they do, they don't even have to go on the motorway to uh, pass their test, do they? It's not part of the training. But supposing they did, supposing everyone had to have an hour's towing lesson, 
I wonder if they'll come out of that thinking, yeah, because most people, once they've tried towing, find that it's it's okay and there's nothing like as bad as they thought it was going to be. And if, if that was part of the standard driving test, that could create a pool of future caravanners far beyond what we have at the moment. I don't know, it was just a thought that occurred to me today when I heard that. Not a practical suggestion, but uh, it would be good. But it does make me think that the industry probably still needs to do a lot more PR and promotion around introducing people to towing. I think there's a great, some great ideas. Well, I've got some great ideas there about how that, that could be done, either for a manufacturer or a trade body or or world club or something, because just getting people behind them or giving them the experience in a safe environment where they can just give it a try, I think could could generate really good results. Yeah, that, that was my thoughts. Anyway, read a bit more about that on my, on my blog, on my website, rawlingscommunications.com. Yeah, and also, if you want to take the survey from the DBSA, please go to, I'll put the link in, in the show notes, but on the LinkedIn pay post that they did, it's https colon slash slash lnkd dot forward slash small e capitals d u c small n capital u lowercase j capital g if that works the more people that do the do the survey the better really i'm sure that most of their issues around towing safety is normal trailers are people using commercial trailers rather than caravans I don't think it's purely out to get us, but whenever there's any police, you know, these spot checks they do on the motorway in various parts of the country in, in the peak season, there are always some alarming results, aren't there? From, as I said, caravans with ancient tyres, caravans that haven't been serviced for a long while, caravans that are overloaded or don't have towing mirrors or aren't, or are too heavy for the car they're towing, etc. People just... Well, obviously, it's not all caravans because most, the vast majority, know what they're doing and you know, have the caravan serviced regularly and are, are very experienced. But there's still some alarming cases out there. And it just worries me that the, that one day the government's going to use those statistics to want to introduce well, either compulsory training or MOTs like they have in other countries, which I know the caravan industry is not a fan of because it would probably put people off or get rid of their caravans if they had to, had to go to that cost. But it works in other countries, so... But I know that's quite a hot topic. We won't go into that one right now. Coming up as well, in my diary, I've, I'm hoping to go to the the, the Stoneley Show. I'm going to go, go and take a look, a closer look, at the park home and holiday home sector. It's something I need to get to know better. And I am definitely planning to go to yeah, the world of park and leisure homes at Stoneley. It's the biggest show for that sector in the in the year. Is it the website is parkhomeandleisure.co.uk. I'm quite looking forward to going to that in the second of what's next week, second of week after second to fourth of June. And beyond that, of course, the they've done some announcements and some PR around the show that was called The Lawns of the Hull in Hull and is now again be called the Great Holiday Home Show up in, in the Great Yorkshire Showground in Harrogate in September. It's going to be much bigger than the Lords ever was and have a wider range of caravans, motorhomes, and holiday homes, etc. So that's going to be quite an interesting show to get, in, get into your show diary. For that, of course, I think the countdown to the Dusseldorf show has started. It's something like 100 days. I saw a post the other day. So, yeah, that's going to come round alarmingly quickly. Don't want summer to come and go too soon, but I'm looking forward to that already. So I think that's where I'm at for this week. 
I've, as I said, got a couple of interesting interviews coming up in the next couple of episodes. But I just thought it was nice to say hello today and touch base because I'm getting very close to a year's worth of podcasts now. We're well into episode 40 plus. So we've got to get to 52, which will be July. I started last year. So I have to think of something special to do for that episode. If you've got any ideas, please let me know. Oh, and of course, I'm still looking. I haven't really been very proactive yet about finding any sponsors for the podcast. So if it appeals to you, drop me a message or email me at john at rawlingscommunications.com and I'll send you some info. Okay, that is all for now. I hope you're having a great week and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and would really appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as possible. Even better, please give me a five-star review in iTunes. It'd be a great help. If you'd like me to interview you, want to suggest someone to interview, or interested in sponsoring this podcast, or want to get in touch with me for any reason, please drop me a line at john at rawlingscommunications.com or message me on Instagram at rawlings underscore comms. Thanks very much. Bye for now.